Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I'm your host, Erica Pizzo, and something that's been on my heart and what I wanted to talk to you about today is what it means to lead with humility. And you might not think of yourself as a leader, like maybe you only think of leaders as those who are above you in your church, in your school, in your workplace. You might consider yourself outside of this definition, but I want to challenge you today to see yourself in a different light because I believe each of us has a certain leadership calling on our life. We have a sphere of influence. We have people we are leading. We have people we are mentoring. There are people out in the world who simply look up to you, who want your advice on things, who come to you first when they need help or direction. There are people out there watching your life and studying you because they want to have the light that is inside you. This week I was reminded of the verse Matthew 5, 15 through 16, where it says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. So as believers, we're compared to light. Our light is what shines to everyone around us, and this is especially true to those who are leading, to those who follow us and watch our example. I've been under a lot of different leaders in my life, especially in the church, and I've also led groups of women myself, um, groups of moms, and there is one distinct characteristic that sets a good leader apart, and that is humility. I remember a group of moms I was in, and at the time, I was actually being trained to be a leader, and I remember watching this one leader. Her name was Stephanie. I remember watching her in total humility open up to these ladies on the very first morning we were together, and she said with tears in her eyes, I've been praying for each of you by name in the months leading up to this morning, and you are here for a reason. And by the end of it, all of us had tears in our eyes. I remember, I'll always remember that moment because she was showing me what it meant to be a good leader, one who is concerned with the souls in front of her, not concerned with herself. So today I want to encourage you and share with you some of the things I've learned as I went on to lead this group of moms and as you begin to think about who you are leading in your life and what kind of impact you have on those around you. Matthew 20, 26 says, But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. First, we need to ask ourselves the basic question, who is in our sphere of influence? Who cares about what we think? Who do we have influence over and listens to our words and our thoughts? I think automatically our mind might jump to those who are younger than us, like our kids or our nieces or nephews, but this can also apply to those older than us, our parents, our teachers, um, the elderly among us. Oftentimes, these are the ones who listen to us the most because they have mastered the art of listening. So as you begin to realize who these people are, I want you to write down the names that come to you and just start praying for them. Start to pray for the impact you are having on them and pray for the Spirit to give you wisdom in how to disciple them. As you start to pray, you'll begin to see the heart of Jesus for that person. 
Leadership is a great responsibility, but it's actually not about you. It's not about how you look or the accomplishments you have. It's about the other person, the one who you are pouring into. So what if you're aware that you are a leader of others around you and the pressure scares you? How do you overcome the insecurities you see within yourself to become the leader God has called you to be? We learn in the Bible that God opposes the proud and he gives grace to the humble. So the more you are seeking out God's will in your leadership, the more grace God will give you to minister to this person and the more help he will provide for you to reach them. I always like to say God is in the business of changing people. So he has some change to do in you and in them. And I think sometimes we're afraid of humility because we think it makes us look weak. But weakness is actually a beautiful thing in the eyes of God because in our weakness, he is strong. So each time we exhibit weakness, even in our vulnerability as we lead, we are setting a real example of the power of Christ in us. It's okay to fail in front of people. It's okay to miss the mark sometimes. Because in that, people are seeing a real and authentic leader. I have watched a lot of people be um, completely shocked when a leader in their life goes through something or um, when they walk away from the faith. I know it can shatter people. Um, but I do want to say here, I want to make a point here, that leaders are still people that need Jesus. So you can't put everything into the leader. You're actually trying to keep your eyes more on Jesus. Because even the greatest of leaders are still fallen people, and they still need Jesus. So you have to remember that, and you also have to give yourself grace when you are a leader, because you are not going to be perfect. And I know from personal experience, the leaders who are more real are the ones I am more attracted to. I want someone who has struggled, but also who's overcome, not someone who pretends to have it all together. So you need to remember that when you're mentoring people or talking to people or sharing things with people. It's okay to be real. Don't be afraid to lead because you think you're unqualified. Don't be afraid to do something for the Lord because the enemy has convinced you that you aren't the person for the job. In your sphere of influence, you are making a difference. Wouldn't it be worth it if you just changed one life? In all of your life, if you completely changed just one person's life, wouldn't it be worth it? If you created just one powerful disciple of Christ, wouldn't that be enough? I know for me it would be. It would make it all worth it. So friend, think about who you have influence over. Think about God's purpose behind your influence and pray for that humility to lead them. Let me pray for us, friends. Heavenly Father, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to talk about leadership today. I know that some of the um, most influential leaders in my life have changed my faith. They've made me grow. They've um, pointed me straight to Christ. And then I've also had leaders that have hurt me and um, let me down in certain ways. And Lord, I know that you can use both circumstances for your good. And I pray that as we look at who we lead in our lives and who we have influence over, that you would give us that spirit of humility, that our humility would be contagious to others, that it would connect us to others. I pray that Others would see the real us and not the fake put together us, but the real us. And I pray that you can help us to be authentic because we live in a world where people want to be put together and 
Um, I pray that we can be confident enough to know that we're not put together, but that we have you and that's all we need. Um, so I pray for these sweet friends who are listening that as they go about their week, that they can, that you will put names on their heart to people that they are influencing. And I pray that they can lead those people with a true spirit of humility. In your name I pray. Amen. All right, that's it today, friends. I did want to remind you about the um, Patreon website. You can go to patreon.com slash your temple care. And that is where I have my little membership site where I have videos and teachings, Bible studies and encouraging stuff for you there. If you want to support the podcast, um, patreon.com slash your temple care. All right, friends, thank you so much. And I will talk to you next time.